today on Laura Lynn and Friends. These are weapons of mass destruction. And under the international rules of chemical and biological warfare, it is illegal for us to use these on a civilian population. But under ex medical experimentation, it may not be illegal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the beginning of the last days. We found out it's not the last days. I mean, you're worried that it's it's over soon. <laughs> Apparently, you know, we had this guy on, Bo Polney, and he says, it's not the last days. It's the beginning of the last days. Do you know what that means? That you should invest in that sofa that you love, you know? Some of us put off getting that outfit or decorating. Uh, you know, there was one guy said, I've just, uh, last night, wasn't it Mike? Mike, the drummer from the band. Mike says, uh, well, I don't know. Like, is it the last days? I've kind of been thinking, oh, not to do things that are extravagant because it's, you know, the, it's the end, right? It's the end. No, no, no. These globalists have not won yet. And, uh, you know, maybe they never will. I don't know what God's plan is, but I think that they get destroyed, which is really cool. So if it's only the beginning of the last days, you should be getting stuff. You should be, you know, let, let your hearts, I'm not talking about being a covetous and a, you know, you know, a person who just throws caution to the wind and gets in a lot of debt and stuff like that. We do not do that. Uh, my husband and I do not like to be in debt. So we totally avoid that. But you know, if there's that special picture and you've been walking past, do you know what I did this year? So for, for my brother in the family, generally, you know, ah, we spend 50 bucks at Christmas or whatever, right? We're super cheap. We're missionary kids. And so, <laughs> so this year, I'm walking past the leather store at the mall. You know, have you, have you been past that? It has all of these amazing attache cases and wallets, and they're way too much money. And you'd never get, you know, a wallet like that. You always get the $29.99 at London Drugs. Um, well, that's how I get my wallets. But anyways, so I see this store. It's got, you know, a sale on. So I go in and I get my brother this leather case like I paid way more than than 50 bucks and I can't talk about it because JT's here and then we'll have to have a talk later bring it up in marriage counseling and stuff so we'll just leave that but and then I also got my sister-in-law I got her a beautiful leather wallet like just I was just like you know what I'm just gonna bless bless them. I always, I'm so like, I cheap out <laughs> on everything. So then when we got to Christmas, you know, you exchange, uh, they were kind of like, well, we just sort of, you know, we got you the, the regular, um, wow. Right. <laughs> so I made them feel totally bad. And I love that because I know what it means. Like next year, I'll probably get a bigger present, but next year I can go back to just doing the $50 gift certificate. But I'll probably be getting the better gift because they'll feel so bad about what happened this year. Woo! The other thing that I realized as I go into the next year, if you ever need to get a new toilet, I'm, I'm off of those ones where you have to push the thing on the top. You know, it has two little things on the top of the toilet back. So when you got a flush, you got to, you push both or, and your fingers are always like, you know, and if you got nails, like it just slips off. I, 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 I mean, flushing has become an actual difficulty in my life. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not for this. I want to go back. I know, honey, I'm going to move on. I want to go back to the toilet where you flush on the side. It's one easy one finger. You don't have to decide if you need the big flush or the small flush. You just get to 
have a flush. That's it. That's made me happy. I've decided. So if I'm investing in new toilets ever again in my life, don't know when, but I'm not getting those kind. And everyone out there, you builders, that was someone's idea and it was a bad one. We need to let it go. All right. So I always uh, read from my dad's uh, Bible and, um, wow, I did not bring my glasses again here, JT, but I'm just going to hold the Bible back a little. You're going to, you're going to pass them off. Okay. Nicely done. All right. These are men's glasses. It's an embarrassment. Um, all right. So Isaiah 64, uh, verse four, this is what my dad underlined for since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by their ear, neither have they seen, O God, besides thee, what he has prepared for those that wait for him. Oh, do you know what's exciting about that? You want those back? Um, I am excited that God is preparing something for us this next year, that he has something great in mind and no eye nor ear has even perceived how amazing that can be. So I'm not just going to give up on life at all. I am going for the gold. I'm going to live to the fullest. And you guys already know that I do that. When I went across Canada and I asked everybody, how many of you have gone on vacation? Now we literally, we were in front of thousands of people this last year in all of our events, 40 different cities. Guess how many? Didn't we get up to 42 last count? 42 people went on vacation. And some of those I had to discount because they thought going to Kelowna was a vacation. No, that did not count. I mean, sun, warmth, sandy beaches, living the dream. So I have one of my favorite people here today. Her name is Karen Kingston. And you know, she's pretty much a household name if you've been watching the videos that are out there. Uh, she is a researcher. She has a background in pharmaceuticals. We've had her on the show before and um, she finds the most incredible information. She brings it to the world and she changes lives. She saves lives because without knowledge, the people perish and Karen Kingston brings knowledge. And because of that knowledge, we don't make errors we make good decisions. So I just want to welcome you to the show, Karen. Thank you very much for being here on, on pretty much our final show for the year. Yeah. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. Thank you. It's my final show of the year as well. And I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me, Laura. So thank oh. you for sharing that scripture as well. I, yes. I appreciate it. Our system, you know, I can't, I, I don't have my one of my Bibles in front of me, but you know, you know uh, I was telling you this morning, I was um, in you know, in, in contemplation and in, in regards to, we were talking about whether or not we were doing what God was calling us to do, you know, or were, were we, you know, in, in our own, um, doing our own, our own plan, our own strategy or, or someone else's plan. And, and that's what I had been reflecting on this morning, which, you know, I was very obedient to God when he told me to look into, uh, to do what I do for pharma companies, you know, told me to look into the phase three data and, and, and do an analysis. And I didn't want to, I ran from it. I really, I really did when it first happened because I, I just, I had a feeling of what I was going to find. But then, you know, I was obedient, got the information out. And then, you know, somewhere in 2021 and now we're closing 2022, uh, you know, in hindsight, I was like, wow, have I been following, you know, the requests um, and demands of man or have I been following that of God? Because 
um, you know, we're, we're judged by the fruits of our, our labor. And, I, and uh, I'm not seeing the outcomes that I believed uh, were the outcomes that God wanted, which was to protect his children, right? And I, there's been some protection, but it's not, he doesn't negotiate with our enemy, right? There is no, um, there, there is no, okay, you can have a, a little bit of evil. I mean, he clearly states, you know, if you should cause one of these little ones to stumble, it's better a millstone be tied around your neck and drowned to the deepest level of the sea. So there is no gray area uh, when it comes to harming his children. And that's what I was talking to you about this morning, that really 2023 for me is going to be a year of boots on the ground. Um, you know, that, you know, I think we all had hope that the U.S. government, President Trump, the military, someone, an attorney general, a governor was going to come in and save the day. And I think when, as a mother, we know that, you know, if your child's in harm's way and if, um, you know, if no man's coming to save the day, then you have to go through us, you know. Um, and I think that's that's what we're, we're, we're going to need to do. So there's going to be. A, yeah, well, you, you know that. I mean, don't you can't, it, it, you know, maybe we call, you know, maybe we call a man to come rescue us or the police. But if they don't show up, you know, it, you got to get through the mom to get through the child. Right. That's right. that's the way it is. You know, and where um, and where are the moms these days? Not uh, I'm just in shock um, at the the amount of people taking their kids to drag shows. And I appreciate that DeSantis uh, down there in Florida, literally their office issued a warning to a place that was having a drag show. This is what every single state should be doing, uh, letting them know if you're going to have kids there tonight. By the way, you will be prosecuted prosecuted to the full extent of the law, like defending and uh, but. But it's the mums, maybe dads. Uh, I, it seems to be more mothers. Like, what's happened to women? You know, where's yeah. the protective instinct? I think some of it came. I think some of it's because we've been given the hopium, right? We thought we just there's something that has happened. I think there are people that have um, again confused good with evil, evil with good. But many of us know what's going on in, in the schools. Many of us know what's going on with the mRNA injections is wrong. It's it, it's wrong. It's causing uh, injuries, disabilities, and there's no benefit to our child. There's only risk. Uh, and uh, we know the declarations for the public health emergencies have been risked. So I think what's just happened is because uh, there's been so much chaos that people haven't been able to ground themselves in their truth, in, in the truth. And specifically, I, I would say that mothers haven't been able to ground themselves in the truth because the enemy has taken over our, our communities and communication so much um, that I think many mothers and moms and women have just gotten this confusion about them and they don't have um, they don't have the confidence in the truth that they need and they don't they, they've lost some of that connection with who God created them to be and with and with God and one of the things I'm I actually ran a Bible study for four years for women primarily for women who had been out of the workforce for a long time and um, that was never me, but I did take almost three years off when I went through my divorce. So, but some of these women had been out of the workforce for 10, 20 plus years. And, and that's when you forget who you, you, they forgot who they were and they were so afraid. They didn't know how to go get a job again because they didn't know how to articulate who they were. Um, and, and, and it was very easy if someone gave them pushback for them to retreat because they believed the lie that someone else was telling them like, oh, no one's going to hire you again, right? Because they weren't grounded in the truth. And, and so that's why for 2023, my focus is to actually simplify some of the information that I put out there, still have all the evidence so that 
moms, you know, these our warriors can clearly articulate what has been unleashed on our communities and our children. And so that we can stand in the truth, stand in facts, stand in the law, stand in the right that no one has the right to take away anyone's uh, life without due process of law or injure them, especially our children. And we're not going to back down until these uh, mRNA shots are taken out of our communities or taken out of our pediatric yes. offices. So, you know, I'm really, I'm again, it, we're just talking about this, Laura. And I, and I, um, you know, I just, I have to repent because I'm like, why haven't I seen action? And, you know, and it's, it's, you know, because I was, I wasn't connecting with God and what he wanted me to do. And I know, wow. you know, I, I know, I, I mean, I know the effects that I've personally had on women's lives. Like, uh, I know the effect that I've had in my son, son's school, like, and on my son, like when I, when, when people understand the truth, they understand they're obeying God. They understand God is for them. So nothing can be against them. And when you stand in that, Amen. nothing can be against you. Karen, I love what you do. And, uh, it, you know, it's just, it, it's absolutely brilliant and beautiful the way God designed it to make it a woman such as yourself. At this time, we have a lot of strong doctors and it's wonderful to see people standing, but to see a woman uh, just doing the legwork. And uh, we are so thrilled that we are on Facebook today and, um, oh, and, uh, and YouTube. We're going to say goodbye to YouTube right now because <clears throat> we don't want to, uh, you know, violate any of your special rules. And uh, happy, um, have a very wonderful Merry New Year's, everyone. If you'd like to continue to see this, though, I would ask you to head straight over because we're going to get into some, some stuff that you need to know as a parent, as a person on this planet. Um, with what we're all dealing with, you need to know the real goods, and we can't necessarily talk about that here. And I put so the link go in the chat. Oh, you put the link in the chat so you can go and find that. That's on Rumble. If you go to rumble.com and Google, you know, put in the search engine, Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson, you will come up with the channel right now where we are live. We're live on eight other platforms. So we just want to be respectful of YouTube because we love them and we know God has a plan for them. And it's just not the same plan as for us. So we're going to say goodbye to you on YouTube, but please head over to Rumble. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Okay, so Karen, um, some of the, the shocking things that you brought out this year, uh, before we get into what you'd like to talk about today and, and just bring awareness, um, if I could ask about your personal journey just briefly, uh, like what, you've had to pay basically a, a price for all that you've done. I mean, you've had to hear from God and hear from him and, and maybe be confused by certain things and find your path. And that, that's been a real journey. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's interesting because, um, just, I knew something was wrong from the beginning or obviously from the shutdown. I, I knew we were being, um, I knew in March of 2020 that the America was at least being lined up for a vaccine rollout. It was obvious. Again, I'm a strategist as well. And when, um, you know, when the injections came out, I knew, I mean, I knew they weren't going to be uh, effective and they were going to be, they weren't going to be safe. I mean, I had no concept that these were, you know, they're, they're, they're designed, their intentions are to cause disease, disabilities, and death. So I didn't, I didn't know that without looking at any documents, obviously. And then, you know, when they started going after the children, it, it just was obviously a, uh, an evil plan because the children never had risk for this alleged disease that was going on. And that's when God put on my heart to look into, um, to look into the FDA filings and the patents. And I didn't want to, I didn't, I mean, it was just, 
you know, I just didn't, I, I kind of knew why, why would I do that? Why would I go and expose um, an industry where you know, have a good reputation in it and, and not get paid for it and do the work of 20 people for a year and just, you know, you know what I mean? Like it, I just wasn't, it didn't make sense to me. And then a couple incidences happened and um, you know, uh, I, I, God put on my heart, like, wouldn't, you know, someone got in a car accident and I had to call 911. It was, it was the second time in, in, in 48 hours. And he said, when, when are you going to call 911 on my, for my children? He's like, before, you know, how many times, are, so he said, how many times do I have to make you call 911 before you're going to call 911 for my children? And the car accident happened right outside a church, literally happened right outside a church. And it was T-bone and this woman was like crazed out of her mind. And I went into church, went into listening to worship. And I just asked God for a, a message of peace. Like I just said, give me some peace. I don't know what's going on. This is the second time I've called 911 in my life. And I used to be a fitness instructor. I've never called 911. I've never, never had to call 911. And he said, how many times do I make, need to make you call it before you're going to call 911 on my children? And then I didn't sleep for basically three to eight, 72 hours. And I had been kind of putzing around with the information. I put together the email uh, and the documents and the patents. And I sent them out to a few dozen influencers, media and whatnot. And, and I was obedient then, Laura. But then what I was saying to you is then I thought, well, once I started connecting and meeting with people and I have all this information and it's now out there, you know, um, you know, I thought, you know, I'll, I, didn't, I didn't, I never actually, people don't know my heart really. I just, I never really wanted to be a speaker or anything like that. I've done it. I was a spokesperson for a, a company once before. I've got a very extensive background, but I just, you know, I'm an, by nature, I'm an introvert and I'm an, an, an analyst. I like data and information. So that that's who I am. And so I thought, okay, let me go do these speaking events. Let me do these interviews. Let me do this and that. Um, there's a lot of things I didn't do. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a salesperson. I just, I know I was, I know people have been pushing me to do that, to keep my head above water, but it's just not, not who I am. And I thought by doing the events and everything and just kind of doing all these sacrifices, you know, financial and health wise and stuff that I was following God. And I wasn't though, I, I was part, I was following men, you know, for lack of a better word. They told you to do. Mm -hmm. they, they, I was following what they told me to do. And, and, and I, when I was hired in, in pharma as, a, as an analyst, I was hired because the leaders they were kept getting things wrong. They kept getting the messaging wrong, the strategy wrong. They were talking to the wrong audience. And so someone at a board level would bring me in and said, you guys have messed up enough. You're going to listen to her, you know, and I would do what I, what I've been doing. And I'm not saying for everyone to follow me or listen to me. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying I wasn't being obedient to God when he, you know, anointed me, if you will, to get this information. I should have gone to God to say, how do you want me to get this information out? What do you want me to do with it? And, you know, as a consultant, what I would always ask my clients, and when I ran my Bible study for women, I would always ask them, what do you want to accomplish, right? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? And what I'm trying to accomplish is to, to get these mRNA injections, which we now know are bioweapons, out of every community, uh, uh, you know, in America, around the world. Of course, I'd love to see it happen in, in Canada. So if that's what I want to accomplish, then why am I not doing it? Why am I not boots on the ground doing it? And and that that that's what we that's what we need to start doing. And then I also realized that, you know, um, the enemy loves chaos and confusion and fear. And to be honest, Laura, I think you know this. Like if people knew what I know, know I mean, I could I could talk for two years and not be quiet, and it would terrorize you. You'd sit in the corner, <laughs> yeah. so, right? You know, it would like it's not you know. And, and and part of me is like, is that information? 
is that information really for everyone to know? Because I've shown enough information to get all of this and documentation to get these all pulled off the market. Is that is that for God's people? Or is that for the enemy if, if I ever have a day, if we ever have a day in court, right? What is that information for? Because taking in information is not taking action. And God calls us to take action. God doesn't, you know, he, he calls us to, you know, um, speak up and, 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 and spread the word and spread the truth. But we're not to just sit there constantly taking in information, which is what I do for a living. But I, I don't think that's what we're meant to do. Right. And, and I then think it's bad news. It's it's well, all call, very stressful, bad, you know, bad news. It's all bad news. I have no good. I never have good news, right? <laughs> I just don't have good news. But but I think like if we can consolidate the information and know what the truth is, right? Yes. And then I can walk. Yeah. And I'm going to, I need to simplify this more. But like I said, it's just like when I ran my Bible study, when the women knew what they wanted to accomplish and they understood who God created them to be and how they, you know, be, you know, how they were recreated through Christ. And they stood in that. And I also taught them how to do an elevator pitch, like, you know, whatever it is that, that they wanted to do in 15 seconds, this is, this is who I am. This is what I bring. And this is what, this is what I want to happen. Right. And, and we need to start doing that. And then if you get pushed back and someone goes, you're crazy, it's not a bioweapon. You know, maybe, you know, you're crazy. These are proven to be safe and effective. No, you go, they never were proven to be safe and effective. Here's three points. FDA, CDC says it right here on their website. Uh, Pfizer in their own document says that, uh, you know, on September 17th, after you get two shots, it's going to cause, you know, uh, COVID-19. Oh, and then right here in another filing, you know, we have 409 people who had severe COVID after within one week of the injection and over 3,000 with mild to moderate, right? It's never been shown to do that. It's, and then you can show other data. I started focusing on a county in um, one of the states here, and I started going into their hospital data. Like, you know, I, I will be boots on the ground to like you you know, for any bullet that's fired at you to say that these are, are safe, that, that they are, they are not um, intended, intentionally designed to cause uh, injury, disease, disabilities, and death, you know, I'll give you 50 bullets to fire right back out at them. And I think that's what, that's what, that's what we need to do. And we need to, um, part of what I did in my Bible studies, how they, they trained us in Pfizer, we would do what they call um, Roll calling, so like you would, you would someone would pretend to be the doctor that you were calling on, and they would do the objections. You go back and forth and back and forth, and that's what we need to do. I mean, we we need to have moms like who are willing to reach out to other moms and communities, have materials that are easy to understand, and and, and be able to go in and talk to their lo local pediatricians and say, here's the evidence as to why these are not only not safe for children, but they can only cause disease, disabilities, and death. Right. And the only reason why they're here is because there's an alleged pu public health emergency, which means that, you know, under that law, apparent, you know, the law is that these were never proven to be safe or effective. Right. And so you, you can you can just do that it, in America. I can show you that not only, you know, are they not proven to be safe or effective because they don't prevent disease, infection, um, disabilities, or death, and because the research was, was done criminally and fraudulently, uh, they meet the definition of a bioweapon in the United States of America. And I'll, I'll, show you, I'll show your viewers that. So, you know, that's not something inflammatory. That's just what it is. It's just, it's just the facts. The it's just the facts. Yeah, maybe we can, we can go to that if you want. Sure, I can share sure. My yeah. We want to see that. that. Yeah, let me go to that real quick. Okay. 
Window I think this open. is what people want, Karen. Uh, you know, uh, folks want to be able to uh, know where to find the information. And I know they can follow you on your Substack as well, but know where to find the information so that they can educate, unfortunately, like literally educate our own doctors and pharmacists or whatever, because no yeah. one's done the research. Um, doctors don't know. Even the stuff that you're telling us, they don't know. No, they don't. They, they don't know. Okay. Can you see me? I'm sorry. I just did something. Yep. That's okay. Let me, it says window and then. Hmm. Case in point. Um, yeah. Just as you find that it's no problem. Take your time. Um, you know, uh, going to my own doctor was uh, just shocking and having another doctor from that office call me and um and and he called me on his own time because he said i was delusional after he had asked me you know if i had gotten my shots and i let him know that you know i wouldn't be doing it and some mm -hmm. of the reasons so he calls me on his own time to um say that i'm basically delusional and i mean that was a conversation but you realize that that they don't have the information that you're sharing so take us away what do we have here yeah, I think, well, they don't have the information and then, and then they also, you know, uh, just people are, you know, group think is real. We have conformity. So if you can, if you, can you guys see this now? Is, are we yes, on the... we can. Yep. Okay. This, I mean, again, I don't want to get down too deep into the weeds. We'll talk about the childhood vaccines too, but this is, um, hmm, let me get the full screen up. Um, okay. This is the, uh. This was the meeting that the FDA had with all um, manufacturers for all mRNA, uh, for all COVID-19 vaccines. And the meeting happened on October 22nd, 2020. So keep in mind the first uh, authorization was given on December 11th and uh, in, in, on 2020, that was for Pfizer. And the data was submitted on November 20th. Okay. So they met with industry and um, it was fully disclosed that um, if, with all COVID-19 injections, they expected to see Guillain-Barr syndrome, right? You guys have seen this before, but I want to put in context. Um, yes. Encephalomyelitis, so inflammation of the brain and spi spinal cord, and uh, convulsions, seizures, stroke. And Naomi Wolf had reported on that too, that there was um, apparently 61 uh, deaths reported in for, from stroke and over 275 from Pfizer's vaccines in 2021 narcolepsy, um, you know, uh, and so this is just falling over, falling asleep. There were incidences actually in the Pfizer phase three data where a teenager fell over and broke uh, their facial uh, structure bones. So that was reported in the early studies, heart attack, pericarditis, uh, multi-system inflammatory syndrome. Obviously they just put pregnancy and birth outcomes. So they knew, they knew that this was gonna cause spontaneous abortions and miscarriages and uh, stillbirths. I mean. And then they have death right there and thrombocytopenia, which is annihilation of your blood system, right? Your red blood cells. So why is this a problem? The problem is because 99.9% .9 of people, you know, um, survived this alleged COVID-19 fine and children were never at risk for it. And so this was in violation of all food and drug um, safety laws. So a medical countermeasure is they're not allowed to knowingly unleash an unsafe emergency product. And they're absolutely not, the FDA and Pfizer are not allowed to approve one, but they should have never even moved forward uh, with any of the studies 
Um, and they should have absolutely canceled all the phase three trials and pulled the emergency youth authorization because that slide, you're not, they're not allowed to move forward even with a study if human subjects would be exposed to an unreasonable or significant risk of illness or injury. So none of the clinical trials were legitimate um, because they, they were not done under humane uh, regulations under the Food and Drug Consumer Protection Act. And they had to be, that, that's the law. And this is interesting, from the initial new drug application, they, they um, put withdrawal and discontinuation and they combine them. So when someone withdraws from a study, they typically call and they withdraw from the study for any reason. They moved, um, whatever the reason is. Well, they put one of the reasons here for withdrawal as death. So again, you, this, is, this is completely not legitimate uh, study. This is no different than you know, what they would do, uh, you know, just to a, a purely evil, uh, it's not a study. It was just, it was just evil experimentation on people. It was not a, a legitimate study. And they also just state, these are just a couple things. Um, you know, so why was it never proven to be safe or effective, which they, they, it never was proven to be safe or effective. And the early data shows that people were getting sick and hospitalized, uh, at least with the Pfizer injections, and I'm sure with Moderna and, and J&J, as soon as they got injected in the studies. Well, the reason why they also never explained how it was a vaccine is they, they even stated in their FDA um, approval submission that they don't know the immunological mechanism that confers protection against SARS-CoV-2 is unknown. Now, that's that's kind of insane, uh, Laura, because we were told that it produces the spike protein and then the human body produces antibodies to the spike protein. Well, that should have been in their biological license application if that was true. Now they later on made a story up about that. And as we know, the antibodies that are produced in your body after you're injected do not stop the spike protein and do not neutralize SARS-CoV-2. <clears throat> and they were designed that way. You can read about that in intended consequences. So what does this mean? This means that this was never a legitimate uh, vaccine or gene therapy or anything because it doesn't prevent disease, um, infection, disabilities or death and how it works to do so they never knew. And all the you know, from day one, all the studies were, were fraudulent and criminal. So in the United States, the definition of a bioweapon under 18 USC 175 is any biological agent, toxin or delivery system. So the biological agent would be the biosynthetic mRNA. The delivery system is the lipid nanoparticles. So anything like that that's used for other than preventative treatment from um, uh, infection, protection against infection, disease or disabilities or death, um, if it's not used for prevent, prevention uh, or protection, bona fide research, um, then, you know, it, it's a bioweapon. That's the only thing it makes. It says our other peaceful purposes. So you can't say this is for peaceful purposes because it has resulted in the disease, disabilities, and deaths of adults and children. And under the 14th Amendment, no one has the right, I just uh, clicked, um, no one has the right to um, take away your life, liberty, or process without due process of law. So the, the, per their own documents, I mean, again, I just did that top line, but you just, that October 22nd, 2020 meeting, when they said, we know all of this is going to happen. And then if you go through the Pfizer submission, I'm not talking about the leaked data. I'm talking about what's available at FDA.gov. You know, you just go through all their information. They state it causes uh, disease, disabilities, and death. And, um, and then you just, you can take your community's own real world evidence um, of anyone that's had a vaccine injury, disabilities, or died after being injected. Uh, and so that's not a peaceful purpose. By definition, that is a, a weapon. And by definition, that's a bioweapon. 
So, and it's so interesting uh, because one of, you know, that last um, screen you had up, it says, whoever knowingly develops, produces, stockpiles, transfers, acquires, retains, or possesses any biological agent, toxin, or delivery system for use as a weapon. Um, when you look at all of the facts, how dangerous this was, what they knew, how many yeah. people had died even before the, the testing was done, then how mm -hmm. do you release that and not consider yourself to be the whoever that is knowingly releasing a toxin through a delivery system that is harming yeah. people? Yeah, see the, the FDA and uh, Pfizer and, and in all the manufacturers, HHS uh, and, uh, conspired you know, to release, to develop, manufacture, release, promote, and sometimes coerce uh, people to be injected with a bioweapon. And that's why I've always said this was a bioweapon. And this is why I'm not going to back down from it at all. Um, it's important to, to, to really, uh, you know, in your community level, we're going to, the battles are going to be a little bit different to get these, I think, to get these out of uh, communities. Like you, there's a certain, um, there's a certain approach that you, you're going to need. It doesn't, you don't get a win. You don't just show up and win. We know that. Um, there's going to be pushback, but you're going to keep showing up, showing up, showing up until you win. But, you know, people that are influencers and experts and doctors, it's so important that they call these bioweapons because it changes the rules of lawfare and warfare. Because these criminals, evil criminals in their mind, um, they think that they're getting away with murder because they've been following the rules of lawfare and warfare, which is that uh, they can actually use a lipid nanoparticle technology that was developed as a bioweapon and they can experiment on civilian populations if it's done under, it's supposed to be voluntarily emergency use medical experimentation. But the FDA approval did happen and they pushed it so that they could make these mandates. So keep in mind, most of the mandates, um, whatever Biden did was ridiculous, but they came from, they came from our communities. They came from our employers, right? So I'm not, so the, the rules of lawfare and, 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 and that's why they kept saying this is still emergency use because they think, okay, well, if it's emergency use, then, you know, all the risks and benefits aren't known. And so we're covered that, that was the rules of lawfare and warfare, but there's no reason if they knew this was a bioweapon, the FDA did, there was no reason to unleash it on the American people right. and, and allow it they to happen. Have I actually to have another, no, I have actually another presentation I haven't presented yet. I could probably pull it up that goes through exactly that, that there's no, there's no covering for them to uh, say that, well, this was a military operation and because they were following military orders, we can't hold the FDA or Pfizer liable. Now that's just a straight up lie because if you take a look at the laws and you take a look at the contracts, they all clearly state, I know it sounds crazy, but but they all clearly state that the FDA emergency use authorization process and the initial new drug application process, so the approval process, are distinct processes from the military and they're done independent of the military. Now, if there was a threat to the military's safety, then the military can partner with the FDA to expedite a process, but that's not what these declarations were under. So these, these declarations are actually under, um, under the EUA declarations for a, a, a threat to public health safety uh, for the general population. Um, so let me pull this up real quick. It's kind of an important thing. Um, share screen. Well, it's absolutely 
fascinating and you know i don't think that we can thank you enough there's a lot of love going out to you and a lot of thanks um in the comments and everything for you know everything that you've had to do um and and the information that you bring everyone and so we're just so grateful uh without without the boots on the ground like yourselves uh Stu peters and uh the incredible work of naomi wolf and different ones um you know, it's, it's hard to see. So here you have uh, something. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, here. Let me see. Can you see this one real quick before I check? Is this yes, the Agent of Bioworld? Yep, yeah, I'm going to show this and I'll skip to the other one. So it's important, I think, for the global population to know that there was a patent filed in January 2017. Now it's missing, Karen. Now it's just it? a black screen. Yeah. So see oh, if okay. you might have pushed one. Um, we saw it, and then I think when you went to put it to large, it just went to black. Can you see it now? Yep. Yep. You can see it. Okay. Perfect. I'm sorry, guys. So this is important. So this was granted January 10th of 2017. The title of it is for vaccine nanotechnology. This is for the lipid nanoparticle technology, the mRNA vaccine nanoparticle technology. That, that, this embodies that technology. Okay. That, that's part of this patent. We've never heard of a vaccine having nanotechnology before. And, and, and that's what's in, you can go to Pfizer's website, it's lipid nanoparticle technology. It's owned by the United States government, uh, funded by the NIH, granted. And, and what it says right here, Laura, is that in some embodiments, the vaccine nanotechnology can deliver a chemical weapon and agent of biowarfare. Wow. This, oh, yes. Right there. Yes, there's no, it's right there. It's right there. And, you know, and then too, if people want to know what, what happened within uh, Wuhan, I just want to go to this real quick. Okay, so that's the nanoparticle technology. This is the patent right here, modified polynucleic uh, production of secreted proteins. This is the Moderna patent. You can find it on Moderna's website for the mRNA lipid nanoparticle technology, right? That this is what it is. Uh, it says actually, this is the gels and hydrogels in it. So I pulled this up. Um, this is this is to natural use, but these are for the again the the, the technology that's in the mo the mRNA lipid nanoparticle technologies and the vaccines. There's overlap to that other patent I just showed you, and it, and then this is the lipid nanoparticle technology for all mRNA vaccines. Wow. This is what they look like. I mean, this is like the the 2D images that they created. They're very advanced technologies. The thing is, one of them is a cationic lipid. What does that mean? It means it hosts an, a positive charge. There's no such thing as a fat or a lipid that hosts an electronic charge. These are devices. These are technologies that are part biology, part technology. And you go, well, why would they call them lipids? Because it doesn't sound good that they're injecting you with um, electromagnetic uh, nanotechnology. So the term nanotechnology moved to nanoparticle, and then they added the term lipid in front because then it didn't sound so bad. I mean, there's no gray area about this. Wow. There really isn't. Yeah. And, and, and they do mimic, because they're biosynthetic, they do mimic um, some of the texture. But look, this is not a simple, the, the liposome is a synthetically recreated biosynthetic um, structure that mimics cells, right? Um, this targeted liposome is called a ligand, uh, actually, or a, a, a moiety if I'm pronouncing it. So then they add another layer. So these have biomarkers to target the blood-brain barrier, the central uh, nervous system, uh, the ovaries, or whatnot. Um, so it's a. It, and then I can't stand that that they actually called some, one of them a stealth liposome. 
Um, so this technology is, is, is what mimics the HIV glycoprotein 120 uh, of HIV. So your body should actually respond to this technology with a massive inflammatory response. Uh, but they created a biosynthetic coating in such a way that your body doesn't recognize it and your cells don't rec recognize it as an enemy. And that allows it to penetrate the cells. This mRNA carrying lipid nanoparticle, that's, that's, not, that's technology. And it's, it, it, it's a program. I'm sorry I don't have all the slides for you guys, but the SARS-CoV-2 quote-unquote virus is 30 kilobytes. A virus isn't kilobyte size. That's the size of the program. So it, so these pictures aren't showing you the whole, you know, I, I have to do more of analysis, but this is a, a nanotechnology. And then if you, what happened in Wuhan, um, that's on my sub stack. I'd recommend people read it. But I go through the DARPA pitch. So I show you the, the, the NIH um, U.S. government grant that vaccine nanotechnology delivers an agent of biowarfare. What were they doing in Wuhan? They weren't doing what we were told. They weren't creating gain-of-function viruses, which is simply creating new mRNA sequences, modified ribonucleic acid. That's all that means is single helix. They were creating codon sequences in a database using, using machine learning, which is artificial intelligence. That's not what they were doing. They were, they were using the mRNA sequences to infect cells and create weaponized proteins. I have another article that goes to show you how there's synthetic toxins in those proteins, neuro neurological toxins. And then what were they doing? They, um, they were taking uh, the mRNA sequence. That's what this is. This, this, this is SARS-CoV-2 right here, the little R. And, there, and actually there's 180 sequences. It's not one. SARS-CoV-2 is a, at least 180 sequences per this proposal. They were taking the different sequences and they were incorporating them into nanoparticles. So... The, um, wow. what you see when we see this spike protein here, this is the spike protein. Yep. This is a, uh, a cell that was infected with the nanoparticle technology. This is a pegylated um, nanocapsule particle. They're all, it's, it's all the same thing. The virus is the vaccine is the spike protein. Hmm. These are some early papers on, on mRNA technology with so, the nanoparticles. So so what what does that mean then uh for someone injected with this like what is the what is the result then the um so what's interesting you bring that up so if you I, I recommend people take a look at what happened in wuhan um just one of the things jason murphy he was a sergeant jason murphy from the marines he was the whistleblower that originally brought the documents forward and he what he said was you know, SARS-CoV-2 is not a virus, it's a bat vaccine. The bat vaccine is, a va is the lipid nanoparticle technology. That can be aerosolized, it can be put in food, it can be put on surfaces. It's a very aggressive technology, biotechnology. And it's parasitic in nature in that it is, it, it's survivable for a few hours without a host. And he said, well, look, if people have an aerosol attack or, which, because originally, if you, if you read through that document uh, or what happened in Wuhan, I walk you through it, they talk about spraying down bat home caves or monitoring bat home caves and, and stuff. But he says, like, you have, at least you have your respiratory system to filter out this bioweapon. But if it's, direct, if it's injected directly into your bloodstream, right, um, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have, a, you, you know what I mean, you're, you're going to be compromised. And so the, the data that I've seen is that with two shots, uh, there's um, two, 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 two injections, um, there's successful hijacking of the immune system because you're being injected with the, the bioweapon 
which is the spike protein. I get, and I think that's there's been so much. So the spike protein is the weaponized nanoparticles. That's what it is. Right. Yeah, and so they're just they use the words interchangeably. So when those are injected into your bloodstream, you know, this is something that um, you you you've been injured. You've been that you have you have been you have been injured, and there is an advanced technology that is designed to cause injury to um, your immune system. Uh, but I think what's what's more um, really devastating is it's really designed uh, to hijack your central nervous system, right? So these these are this is why long COVID, um, and if you take a look at Pfizer's latest report too, the highest uh, serious adverse events are all neurological. You know, I have another patent that talks about how it can be designed to cross the blood-brain barrier in 30 minutes. So, so that's what's so alarming is that it, you know it's going to cause. That's why people have fatigue, brain fog, mood swings, um, th things like that, inability to exercise. These are all symptoms of Havana syndrome and symptoms also from electromagnetic pulse attacks. Um, and so I think that that's part of what's going on going on here. And then they're also and targeting the reproductive system. And Pfizer just uh, Pfizer is putting these harms uh, onto their website. So. Uh, there's some disclosure that they're admitting to and why this isn't sending the alarm bells up is still mysterious to me that if doctors, maybe they're just not even looking or, or they're discounting it or, well, you've given out so many billions. I have heard my doctor say that, you know, you should expect some harms, but other vaccines have been shut down for just a few deaths and 25 now, deaths. Yeah. Yeah, twenty-five deaths. So this is all intentional, and and um, Pfizer is on their website now too. I mean, they don't cover it up. I have a, they they call it technology. They say this. They say mRNA uh, lipid nanoparticles are gene editing technology. I mean, they barely call it a vaccine. They say it contains a cationic lipid. They're saying this. You know what I mean? Like, and then they talk about how they had to develop this this te technology. They they don't even really, and they say how the technology can turn your cells into medicine manufacturing machines and factories. And so they are producing the spike protein? Yes, that, that what that's what's doing? happening. So the, yes. the, the nanoparticles are, are a fraction of the size of the cell. So they absorb to the cell, they penetrate, they penetrate it. One of the mechanisms of actions is it penetrates into the cell, it absorbs to it. That's why the different libosomes, and it actually kills the cell. I mean, it, it goes through this apoptosis pro process. The, 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 it, it, it's, it's called a dendromer. A dendromer is not something found in the human body. It's not natural. It's a bioweapon. Again, it absorbs to a cell. It kills the cell, and but before it kills the cell, it does. It, you know, it's got this nanotechnology to actually absorb um, and understand uh, the genetic makeup of the cell. And so, during the apoptosis process, the death process, um, the, some of the nanotech, what it does is then it recreates a new hybrid cell. One of those hybrid cells does turns can turn into um, a factory for these spike proteins, which are bioweapons. Um, you know, I think people have seen died suddenly. Sometimes they can be turned into a factory to create these um, biosynthetic structures called soft actuators. Um, and then you know, there's another one, uh, you know, what's interesting, I have another article I've got to write up, but you know, there's an article where they talk about how they, they can target uh, cardiomyocytes, so the heart cells, uh, and, and create these new biosynthetic heart cells that actually eat 
other heart cells. Wow. Yeah, it's not, this is a, this, this, and again, I hate doing this. This is so much information. What needs to happen is though, before we start giving people all this information and, and overwhelming them with it, at the end of the day, what was filed with the FDA, what the FDA did uh, approving this, what Pfizer submitted, they knowingly unleashed a bioweapon on the American people. James Giordano, who's a consultant with the Department of Defense and Intelligence community since 2008 with Obama, ha talks about lipid nanoparticle technology on his website. And he says, these are weapons of mass destruction. And under the international rules of chemical and biological warfare, it is illegal for us to use these on a civilian population. But under ex medical experimentation, it may not be illegal. This is, it is illegal. You cannot lie to people and tell them that a bioweapon is a vaccine. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't want to give any area to any expert or influencer that's talking to anyone in our government to say, no, call these what they are. They are bioweapons, you know, they meet the definition. And, and, and you can't say, well, we'll, we'll give you, we'll recall them as uh -uh, ineffective and unsafe vaccines or because they're really gene therapies. No, they're not therapies. There's. Do you think if, um, do you think, or have you ever seen in your experience that you share this actual, because you are so incredibly knowledgeable and, and you have all the facts down. And uh, mm -hmm. I was just thinking, you know, if I, I love this, I'm getting what you're saying. If I try to repeat this, because, uh, you know, I don't have your medical background, um, that I'll get my, my stuff confused. So I'm thinking... Yeah. Like I need, I probably, and you probably have this kind of thing on your Substack, but to have that quote that you just said of this gentleman that's saying these are bioweapons and shouldn't be used, uh, to to have that available and to say this is what well, they're yeah. using, yeah, 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 I, yeah. There is a whole section where um, on James, I can see it in my head, right? So yes. Um, there's a whole section where he 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 says Let, let's not think of this technology uh, for what as as weapons of mass destruction. Let's think of it in applications of medical and working with the private sector. So so he's so, trying to change remember, it. What? Yeah, no, they he's, well they he's trying to change the law, right? Yeah. And that's and then and then make no mistake, the FDA cannot approve, and they did approve a bioweapon. They just they can't. They should have never authorized it either. So, yeah, every, you know, I, I hear what you're saying too. What people don't understand is like when you go into a med legal review meeting, remember um, Katie, she worked for President Trump. I can't remember her name right now. The blonde pe uh, press woman. She worked for oh. Trump. Anyway, so when you go to a med legal Kaylee, meeting. Kaylee McEnany. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like, I'll, I'll walk into a med legal meeting with like, I don't know. Oh yeah. You can get this in. Yeah. I'll walk yeah. in with like three of these, you know, and, and, and all my clients get binders or they get emails ahead of time or whatever. And then someone brings up an objection and I like just pull a binder, you know, turn to page 80, paragraph three, you know, document C and read that. And then, then that's how it's supposed to be done. There's no opining. There's no nothing. There's just, you know, what, what, why don't you understand about these words? Uh, the, it says uh, the vaccine nanotechnology can deliver an agent of biowarfare. It says in the Wuhan Institute uh, pitch that they're going to take mRNA technology and combine it with nanoparticles. Right? I mean, what don't you understand here? You know, like, right. 
Yeah, it's like, like they're putting you know, like, it out in front of plain sight and then they don't want us to really be aware uh, and it's yeah. smoke and mirrors, you know, look at what we're doing over here and you don't see what we're doing over here. And, and the confusion, because it's so obvious, that's, right. I think, even like part of the, the upset, you know, and gaslighting. It's like, it's we're just telling you yeah. what we're doing. Why are you upset? You know, like. Well, that's exactly what it is. And I was saying, like, you can understand that too. I mean, like, you know, uh, you know, again, working with the women of Bible study gave me a lot of insight because you can be this, you have all the evidence or you could be this phenomenally brilliant woman. But if you've been in a relationship with a man who's told you you're stupid and ugly and all this, and, and no one's going to ever hire you. And you heard that, you know, you start believing the lies instead of the truth. And the truth can be right in front of you. And it's just not sinking in, you know, and what it comes down to is it, it, it it's repetition of the truth and it's in a, and it's in a compassionate and kind manner in our communities. But when it goes up against the enemy, no, 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 you don't have to be kind or compassionate. You don't have to be, um, you know, harsh at all, I guess, or cruel because the facts are what they are. And, and that's, that's the point, Laura is like, what's crazy right now is everyone knows just this doesn't prevent infection. And now everyone knows that people who are hospitalized with this alleged COVID-19, most of them are quote unquote vaccinated. And then people also know people are dying suddenly and having heart inflammation from the injections. And now everyone also knows that all the research that was done was criminal and fraudulent. What's a bioweapon? It doesn't prevent or protect against anything. It wasn't done on a bona fide research and it's not, and it wasn't or any other useful purpose. Well, if people are dying from this injection, then that is battery assault and murder. It's the definition. It's not something inflammatory. It's not something from some, you know, zombie movie. It's simply the law and their words, and it all matches up. And then you can, you can make this case. I mean, I can do it country by country, state by state, county by county, town by town, hospital by hospital. I can make the custom case. It's all the same data. It's going to all show itself and repeat itself over and over and over again. I, why are we making excuses for the people are criminals? It's absolutely shocking. Um, with yeah. your expertise, have you been able to go to a doctor that is not um, aware and help them to see? Or is there that same blindness? I'm in, uh, so I'm in, I'm in San Diego. And not only is there the blindness, but our, you know, the doctors that I've called into to speak to on Zoom and stuff, they have openly uh, told, the, first of all, they just gaslight you. Second of all, they've, they've openly told people they're, they're, they're part of the World Economic Forum. Right. This is not, like, so what this comes down, so there are, yeah, again, I, it's going to come down to the moms. And, the, you know, I mean, and, and, and I think uh, maybe some of the, I, I live in enemy territory. I live in biotech capital world. Our whole county boards, WEF, the doctors are, I mean, it's not, I live not far from the Salk Institute where uh, this technology in La Jolla was originally invented, allegedly. Qualcomm's here too. They were part of some of this technology. Uh, uh, Thermo Fisher is uh, five miles from me. They they make the quantum dots that are in this technology originally. They own that patent. Right. So I'm in a very interesting territory, but I think it's going to come down to people connecting with people. We're not going to have a savior come in. There's not going to be, um, you know, I know, I'm, I know people are very, happy with Governor DeSantis, but they know this is a bioweapon, right? And you look, take a look at those claims, the four claims that he has for the grand jury. The third one is false and misleading uh, lab labeling of a drug. This isn't a drug, you know? 
And I, and I don't even want to go down the, the rabbit hole of, of why it's nearly impossible to win a vaccine false and misleading claim under false misleading labeling drug. It's just not going to happen. But they don't even label oh. it at all, right? Like they, they don't, they're not putting all the things that are in this vaccine, right? On, on any yeah, but they labels. It. No, they, but they promoted it as a vaccine, right? And that's my, and so they're, they're saying like, that's a false and misleading leading claim. But right. the, the reason there's no, there's no excuse. There's no legal reason for anyone to unleash a for the government, FDA, they don't, again, you don't have the, they don't have the authority to unleash a bioweapon on adults and children around the globe. That's, there's none. And, and one of the things the enemy is very good at, and this is part, so this is a CIA tactic. This isn't some conspiracy theory. This is a CIA tactic. They talk about it at Event 201. They talk about it at the um, NTI, Nuclear Threat Initiative, when they did the tabletop of monkeypox. And, and this is what happened. They don't want attribution. We, attribution is who do we attribute it to? Who done it? And if you take a look at event 201, they said, you know, people are going to try to figure out where this came from. So that's why they wanted to say it was natural. And then the lab leak thing, they just didn't even want to entertain it. And if people did want to entertain it, what did Fauci say? We have to realize the enemy is not the virus, right? Or the enemy is not us. The enemy is the virus. So it doesn't really matter who did it, right? We just need to fix this. So that's... That is the strategy is that you, you know, they, no one can be held to account. And, uh, you know, it's in every tabletop exercise for these bioweapons. It's also part of the cybersecurity strategy, right? So when our financial systems get hacked, we're going to be told there's no way we can tell who did it. They know darn well who did it because they did it themselves. And we know who did this with the bioweapon. I, we have the documents from the dot government websites from the United States. We've got Pfizer's documents, the FDA's documents. We've got the NIH patents. We know who did it. I have all the laws. I read all the Operation Warp Speed contracts, right? Uh, this is not, there's no gray area. We, knew, we know who does it. So anyone who says, well, you can't blame Pfizer because they were following orders from the military. You can't blame the FDA. And they're telling us, so we'd have to pick up our, you know, uh, our, our, our um, grievances with the U.S. military. That's that is what are you doing? You're calling for us to have a revolution with the military. Be wary of people that are telling you to do that. Be wary of that. We have unalienable God-given rights. The 14th Amendment. No, you cannot take away anyone's life, property, uh, um, property or life without due process of law or liberty. That's it. You right. know, and, and it's, yeah, and there's no gray area with the children. So I, I just think that that's such an important point to make that really is. attribution is important. Mm -hmm. Holding people to account is important. And, you know, if you start getting legal speak and double speak as to why the law is protecting people, like move on to someone else, move on to someone else. Right. And I think at the end of the day, though, you maybe move on to you and your community. Right. So you go, I mean, if you're going to go in front of, you know, try, try to go in front of a, a judge, but you don't think you have to do that, but go talk to a sheriff. Do you think, do you think any U.S. citizen off, or officer has the right to deprive an adult or child of their life without due process of law because they were following orders from the government? That's what we have to ask them. Do you believe they have the right to do this because they were following orders from the government? They say, yes, you've got to move on and find someone else. That's the right. question to ask.
Yeah. It, you know, I appreciate you saying this because one of the things um, that I was thinking in my year end is I'm going to mm -hmm. remember that Jesus said, if they do not receive you to dust your feet off and move on, move to a mm -hmm. different town, move to a different place, to a different home. And, um, you know, we've fought very hard to try to convince those that cannot, they cannot see no matter what. There's none so blind as he who will not see. And so mm -hmm. it's almost going to be 2023. Uh, for me is going to be about embracing those who have ears to hear, eyes to see. And if you do not, that's okay. You're going to have your third booster, your fourth, fifth, sixth booster. Wow. I really wish you wouldn't do that. But, um, but there, there's, there's no more time to be spent in, there's no more time to be spent. right. In trying to convince the, uncon, you know, the unconvincible. And so yeah. I want to do my best to those that will listen. And I also want to become very articulate in being able to draw in those that are just uninformed, but will listen. They just haven't had the information. In this day and age, it's really hard to see how people haven't come across your information, how a doctor doesn't understand exactly what you just explained. It's really hard to see, but some people haven't seen it. They've never heard of Karen Kingston, hard to believe, and they haven't gone to your substack, Dr. Paul Alexander, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, these kinds of people. Um, they could get a lot more knowledge, but if they haven't, then I want to try to be that, that bridge to, to those people. But if they will not receive it, I'm going to dust my feet off a lot more. Mm -hmm. And not well, gonna buck work on, against the wall. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna actually consolidate, um, you know, the Substack and um, and create brochure, some brochures and stuff that are uh, easier to go through. But they're very they're gonna be documented. You're gonna see, you know, for yourself. I, love that. I know how to do this. I've done bibliographies, right? They'll be easy two pages to understand, That's and then right, right attached in that same document. You know, you're not only do I not only do I say here's the reference, I show you a, a shot of the page number highlighted right here. And on my That's Substack, you know, I I'm very I don't I think you should know the knowledge. So you go, well, how do you know she didn't Photoshop it? Click on the link in my Substack, and it'll take you to the the exact patent or the exact FDA filing. You know, and if it doesn't match up, let me know because it's just a mistake I made. But I'm going to need to make those brochures so that people can stand in the truth and not back down from it. And, and just like you said, I'm I'm in enemy territory, and I I, I just told you this morning I had this conversation and in, in prayer with God, like I'm going to be going in Airbnbs until I find a constitutional county, and I find people of God that do not fear man, right? And and it will stand in the truth, and we will go around, like I said, county by county, doctor's office by doctor's office, and do this ourselves because we we have to. And I think, Laura, what it is is like people who don't listen to us or they're not hearing the truth. It's They've just been so surrounded by evil that they believe it. I mean, it's like, um, and what's happening to people that are covering for criminals, why, why I'm, um, uh, I'm losing my temper, right? Because it just reminds me, you know, of um, someone that's uh, harming a child and then tells the child, well, don't tell anyone that you've been, you know, don't speak up about this because if you do, um, nobody's going to like you. You know, and you know, or if you do, then um, you know, your so and so is going to get hurt. You know, and I've right. gotten all those stupid threats, right? I get them all the time. I get them about yes. everything: threatening to be sued, threatening sure to be killed. Yeah. One more time, talking about Brandy Vaughan. I know what happened to her. I'm really, I, I know it's terrible what happened to her, but like, don't do this. Like, mm -hmm. and, and and so I just, I want people you are to so courageous. I, I so appreciate well, that well, about you. It's not. 
you know, it's like if it's like if someone knows that a child's being abused and then they're defending the parent because they're right. friends with the parent. Like I feel like some of that's going on here. And I'm and I I don't, you know, I don't I just want people to speak the truth. And I'm very actually very I mean Dr. McCullough came out and called these a bioweapon a couple of days ago. I was really, you know, um again, they don't see all the information I, I have. I was just, I was excited that I, I mean he's called he's calling them a bioweapon. So that yeah. that's great. But you know, don't make an excuse saying because it's a bioweapon in a military operation, that means we can't hold anyone to account. That's that's not true. That's not true. And and, and we, if we go community to community, at some point other people will wake up. You know, and when they start realizing what was done to them was wrong, that it's not acceptable, right? Mm -hmm. Again, I think again, we're what is the scripture uh, where Jesus says, like, when it comes to evil, like, you know, um, don't um, you don't you know, don't engage in it um, at all, and like when it comes to understanding you know, your love for God, be like a child, but when it comes to evil, do not you know, don't be naive like a child, right? Right. So right. what he tells you is, don't let evil doers deceive you with, you know, um, half truths and manipulation. Don't, don't let them explain their evil to you as good or as justified. Right. Yeah. He says, woe what, to men who call evil good and good evil and be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. Um, mm -hmm. we are not to be ignorant. We're not to be cowards in the face of blatant uh, attacks on humanity. They talk about depopulation. They're not hiding that they think there's too many of us little useless eaters and they want to get rid of us. And, and we're all like, oh, that's a conspiracy. You know, you've got these people that just refuse to see the truth about what's going on. Evil has really found sort of a, a, a seat of power right now, but, but we are definitely not giving up. And people like you um, are very helpful because this information is I mean, you probably have to re-listen to my to my guest today. You got to re-listen two two times to get everything that you said, and go to your Substack. People are asking um, where they can find you again. It's Karen Kingston. Um, is it at Substack? Karen Kingston yeah. Substack. I so I recommend there's a there's intended consequences is a great article to read. It's totally free, but start there. Intended consequences is shortened, right? Yeah. Um, what happened in Wuhan, if you want to know what happened, that's a great article. I walk you through the documents from the um, Eco Health Alliance and NIH and Wuhan Institute of Virology. Okay. Um, but this but is great intended stuff. consequences. Yeah, the other thing, so I also, I really like um, when does cherry picking data become a crime? Because cherry picking data just means that um, a sponsor or a publisher, like, you know, chooses to select the most favorable data and, and there's editing done to the data. Um, and I, I, I'm an insider. So it's literally as frequent as people speed on the 405 highway in California. Everyone does it. Like it's just, there's no, I mean, we all cherry pick data. Um, and so that's an interesting article to read. And I go through it. It's also once you get, once you get past the intro where I kind of explain what happened, how we do this in industry or how it was done in industry. And then I just go through the blatant crimes that were, um, committed by Pfizer and all the screenshot. That's a great one to go through. And um, right. it's a good, it's a good read and the documentation's all there. And then there's also 13 reasons to have your attorney, attorney general seize the bioweapons. But, but I, again, what it comes down to, so people go, well, the law says this and, you know, yeah, and we just had this $4,001.7 trillion um, bill passed in Congress, right? So that's what the enemy does too. He creates confusion and chaos. And I apologize that I believe I've gotten wrapped up in it by reading all these documents to the level that I have. 
So what it comes down to, though, is God, our God is a God of order and a God of, um, you know, uh, uh, truth and justice. That, that is who our God is. So do not be, you know, don't feel intimidated because, you know, you don't have the, the, the breadth of legal knowledge or technical knowledge that other people have. And they're going to throw at you, well, under this law, this is legal in this in Canada and this here. You just ask a judge, you know, again, do you think it is legal for a public servant, a civilian or police officer or even our own military to take to, to, to intentionally and knowingly injure, you know, harm, disable or kill another civilian if they're following government orders? Do you think that's legal? If they say yes, get out of there. Right. Get out of there or get a group of people to get that judge out of there. That is such a good question. You know, yeah. um, is, it just really sums it up, doesn't it? It yeah. just, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. It, so, because willful misconduct is legal under emergency use authorization if you're following HHS orders, which means you can, it's a license to kill. And, and I'm sure the same thing, I don't know what they did in Canada. It's the same thing. But just say, do you think anyone has the right? To take a, to injure, disable, harm, or kill another person or a child, if they're following government orders, anyone. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Just that, I think that's the question to ask. Really and then is. don't 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 then don't pull up a page seven of a three thousand page bill and explain to me how this is legal. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. God doesn't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Karen Kingston, thank you very much for your courageous spirit. Mm -hmm. I hope that you go into New Year's. I hope you have a wonderful uh, evening planned for tomorrow night that you can gather with friends, loved ones. Um, however we do, you know, this New Year's thing that we would be very reflective of what we've learned, uh, what we're bringing forward, because we're all in um, an, a sci-fi, a sci-op episode that we didn't think we'd find ourselves in. I mean, four years ago, <laughs> you know, we didn't sure. know what was coming, but this is absolutely a, a shocking time, really. And um, I just pray that God will lead you to even more revelation. This will be a fantastic year for you where you will find more mysteries, more evidence, and more opportunities to set the people free, those who will listen. And we are sure listening and we've had a great audience today watching you. So thank you very much, Karen. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us and we wish you God's richest blessings. Thank you. God bless. And I just, please, you know, have faith in God. And if, if you show up, he shows up, you know, mm -hmm. um, just do not fear. We have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love That's and a discerning, sad. intelligent mind. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I Amen. love it. Okay. Thank you, Karen. Right. God bless. Thank, thank, you. thank you. God bless. Okay. There is a hero in the land. Absolutely. Wow. So let's make some New Year's resolutions together. Uh, just before we go, we will not eat bugs. Okay. Uh, we will not have anything to do with anything coming out, out of that Montreal, um, the, the big cricket, cricket warehouse that they have going on there, putting all their little cricket legs into our, I don't know. Yeah. Let's have a look at that. Okay, bring this on. I, so my good friend, David Ramnath, he says, oh, he bought, uh, 
he went to the store and he bought a summer's bee mango and lime all right and then he said he just wanted to look at the he just had a you know a prompting from the lord to look at what was in the the stuff so here it is it's um cider natural flavors oh and cochineal however you say that cochineal cochineal so he looks up what that is and um and he's like it's it's bug stuff it's it's bug bug nastiness they call it these different names how are we supposed to you know i might feel think that's something like oatmeal or something and it's cochineal and so unbelievable he was absolutely shocked and um that is that is bug stuff so they're putting it in our drinks and i don't know i think we showed that that um video of a fellow talking about how bugs they're not cool and they can actually be harmful to human beings we shouldn't be eating bugs so i don't know what they're doing and how what person in your right mind thinks that putting bugs in all of this stuff is is the way to go i don't like it at all okay so another um another uh new year's resolution i have i'm i'm gonna lose 10 pounds or more depending because i have kind of gotten a little bit carried away with some of the delicacies so i said to my husband listen why don't we make a promise to each other we're not going to eat past like eight o'clock at night and um didn't you say last night what i didn't eat i didn't eat past eight or something not yeah not after dinner and then oh you're you then you said what i didn't have dinner <laughs> that <laughs> that happens a lot um in our family uh so <laughs> so then i said okay <laughs> so he was eating chips i said well let's make a new deal we won't eat <laughs> but okay all right in all fairness did we not have food to eat we had our friends our friends came over and brought all the food right uh janina i didn't have dinner i didn't eat <laughs> i know but but you could have had dinner as the <laughs> i can the... eat after other people have dinner i just don't eat after i've had dinner okay <laughs> all right oh well you could have had dinner so i just i feel it's bad you know because i i did say to him i said so like, do we have a problem because I'm not a good cook? And he said that he never married me for my cooking. And that touched my heart because if he had, that would be problematic. So some of you out there, you are great cooks. I want you to know something. That is a gift from the Lord. If you actually enjoy cooking, can I just have a real moment here? Like, I, this is a struggle for me. Because when my friend Janina shows up and she she literally brings all the food. I mean, I don't know if it's because she knows that she might not get very much if she just showed up like to, for a visit. So she brought the entire meal. Um, but I appreciated it. And I hope that they're coming over a lot more. But um, the thing for me is I don't enjoy the cooking. And... Being in the kitchen, honestly, I can break into a hot sweat. Like, I'm just like, I don't like it. And trying to, oh, even shopping for food, like, I feel a certain stress that comes over me. Is that weird? Now, my husband, no. He, you love shopping, right? You love going to the grocery store. Yeah, he's, he's shaking his head in a, 
like not a jovial way, but, um, but he doesn't mind doing it. But for, for me, oh, I don't even like shopping there. I, but I do like, I buy, I like buying rugs, uh, an uh, unusual amount of rugs or very soft, white, cushy blankets. <laughs> I just, oh, and you know what gets me? The lambs, the lamb sheepskin, right? Let me ask you this. How is it okay that we're all able to buy sheepskin and real lambs wool uh, rugs, right? And I do love them. Oh, they're like five feet long and you can put them on a chair. Oh, if you just sit into that, it's so warm and great for the, the winter, right? But, but wearing fur, you know, people have been against wearing fur, but we're allowed to have lambs throws all over, but we can't wear warm fur because you know I have a couple of fur coats right actually I have three because my mom had one and um you know sometimes you'll get an odd comment oh well you know people are about fur but but the Lord made this amazing fur that when you wear it uh you are so warm you are protected against the elements it is the only way to go through I pulled my fur coat out you know, at minus 15 here in British Columbia of all places, not like this is like Newfoundland or, you know, Ontario or something. I mean, what happened to us? Uh, or, or the cold, the cold snows of the middle of the country, Saskatchewan and Manitoba. I mean, I don't know what happened to BC, but we were minus 15. And in the only time, can you remember it being minus 15 before? Not in BC. And the very time that that it's minus 15, we're in a house where the furnace breaks. And we had to endure days of that, right? Thank God that we had the little heaters and we found a way. Oh, I mean, I was just shaking my head. Like, I don't even like the cold. Like, how, how did this happen? So anyways, God's got us all set up. And um, it's all good. It, it is all good. I'm going into this new year very hopeful. Um, Another thing I'm not going to do is waste time. I'm not going to waste time doing things that don't work. If it doesn't work, I'm not going to keep doing it. If people aren't listening, I'm not going to keep doing that. But, you know, um, I'm going to put my efforts into what I think is helpful. One of the main things that I think is very helpful is being right here with you guys um, and also traveling. We're going to be doing more tours. So Mark Friesen got a hold of me and he wants to come on the tour and uh, I, I just want him to be well, you know, and, and I think he's, uh, he's getting very well. He sounded really good and healthy, and that make, made me glad. Uh, with Dr. Mackis, uh, Archer um, Pulowski, Pavlowski, um, and uh, Dr. Paul Alexander, I would be very, very uh, interested in doing a tour with him as well. And so we've had brief, brief little chats about that. So... Now it's implementing that plan. I think that is the way to go. And we love to travel with the band. So maybe with Eli and uh, drummer Mike, uh, bring the band, bring the presence of God and then good information and a powerful word and a, a gathering that really means something. Um, the last time that we had Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky here in Vancouver, some doctors came to meet with Dr. Mackis privately afterward. These doctors wanted a private meeting with him to share information and what's going on. And this one doctor looked at me. She said, this makes me, what she experienced that night because she met them after the meeting. 
She said, this makes me want to have church. I like this kind of church. And it's funny. She just thought the whole thing was like church because, well, we had the worship, and but then we had a doctor, right? And that was just, I mean, that's the new kind of church, isn't it? God help those churches who do not want to tell the truth right now. God help you. Because you're going to need it. Because you are such cowards that you'll allow your members to go without knowledge getting their top-ups. You know what I'm talking about. I, I don't have words. I don't know how you can live with yourself being such a coward, unable to speak and share the truth. Every church should be inviting an awakened, knowledgeable, truth-telling doctor to your church service. Because you're not, I'll be doing it. We have to. Church is a place of truth. And if we have to expose evil, what better place than every church in this land giving out information and exposing the darkness? Why aren't we doing it? I don't know. I just thank you so much. Um, I don't know if I can see that, JT, so um, honestly, I can't. Did you want? Okay, hang on. Um, so, yeah, I'll have a look in a minute. Um, uh, my website is laurelin.tv. Thank you very much for all of you who, um, all of you who support us every uh, month, um, sometimes weekly, and sometimes uh, in large sums and little tiny bits. Every one of you that has helped us, I want you to know what a difference it made. It helped us to be able to do this work, to speak the truth in love, to shame the devil, expose the lies. And the way that we get to do that, because JT and I don't have jobs because we're unhirable, especially me. Now, JT is so quiet, nobody even knows what he looks like. Basically, he can probably go in <laughs> and get a job. Uh, but me, I got my face and my big mouth out there. And uh, it's all over my Facebook. I'm tarnished for life, but I wouldn't have it any other way. This is the year that I hope that you decide. Some of you out there, you're on that sort of teetering, you know, crossing over to the side where you are full on truth tellers. You are full on in fear of God and not man, full on speaking the truth in love powerfully and not cowering because people look at you sideways or, you know, uh, or you might lose friends. You're worried about that. You know what? It's time to lose some friends. God did not bring us to this place to be lacking in courage and to be allowing evil to persist because we will not tell the truth. God calls us to come out from among them to be separate and to speak the truth so that many can be saved. We need to spread the power of Jesus' love this next year in a way that we have to become unprecedentedly uh, vocal about our faith. We have to sound the love of Jesus, the love of God. Because after all, isn't this a country 
where we say, God, keep our land glorious and free, they're going to try to take that away from us. We can't let that happen. If you've got some funds and you're thinking about what to do and where to invest, uh, we do recommend Sun City Silver uh, with Sover at Sovereignize at ProtonMail.com. You will get a hold of Steve Merrill. We trust him. We found him to have been right on the, the money. Um, he understands the world and what we're going through. He has been in the gold and silver precious metals business for a couple of decades. He knows the rise and the fall. He knows the history and he's helped us to understand sort of uh, what are some good and safe options. The thing about gold and silver is it's pretty safe. It's there, you know, it's tangible. And what do they do now? They have it at an artificially kept low rate. And when money collapses or, you know, our, our dollar, I told you guys the other day, uh, we went to buy some American money <clears throat> to pay a little American bill uh, down there and it's a dollar forty. So Canadian one dollar forty cents buys one dollar. Hello. What is going on? So not happy about that. But you know, we try to let Trudeau know that he should do something and he is not taking our calls. I, I leave I leave call after call. <laughs> I just I text I, you know and nothing. No one's getting back to me about what's going on with our money. So we're just going to trust God. And I know he has something great. I want to leave you uh, with this message. Also, if you're looking for a tax receipt, this is the final time to be able to get that tax receipt this year. Uh, today and tomorrow, uh, we give tax receipts because we bring the love and the power of Jesus Christ to a world that is lost and broken without him. Also, I recommend... JT, right? We were watching, we started watching the, um, the, uh, the chosen, the chosen last night, the story of Jesus. Oh, you gotta, the first two are a little bit, um, they're a, a little bit slow. Like you gotta figure out who everyone is, but then boom. Okay. It takes off. So we had our friends over, as I said, and then we watched a couple episodes of The Chosen and we rebought it, I think, on YouTube. Buy it again, everybody. If you can't find the code, you know, you buy it once and then you're like, what is that login? Oh, we got to stop doing that. So we rebought it because it's worth it. It's worth investing in people that are making these great films. Overdose on The Chosen. Oh, it is just brings Jesus to life. You know, he had a sense of humor, right? It shows that he had he had emotion, feeling, depth. He came into a broken world and he felt our pain. So beautiful. So I wanted to leave you with the love chapter today. And that is 1 Corinthians 13. Oh, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in the tongue of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, if I know it all, and if I have faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I'm nothing. It's the most important thing. If I give all I possess to the poor and I give over my body to hardship that I may boast, wow, look at me, I've, I'm so hard done by. I've been doing all these amazing things and I'm so many bad things have happened to me. Wow, I'm persecuted. <laughs> but if I do not have love, 
I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. You know when your friend gets that new car? Man, celebrate it with them, right? They got that beautiful new home in the middle of this desert and inflation. Celebrate it with them. Be that one because you know what? I found if it can happen for them, it can probably happen for us. Love does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. Oh, that's important. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Wow, we got a ways to go, eh? It keeps no record of wrongs. I tend to have a natural list going in my brain of things that bother me. And I can pull that list up pretty much anytime I like. And what this is saying right here is that that is not true love. Keeping that little record. Remember when you did this? Oh, this isn't the first time. What about such and such? And then September 72, remember that summer? Oh, yeah. That wasn't easy. Now we got to let it all go. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. I guess that means we don't delight when things go all upside down like we predicted. Because God's watching. Have a pure heart. Have a fearless heart. Have a courageous heart. It always protects. It always trusts. Love always hopes. And it always perseveres. I'll see you next year. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing, but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me.